Hello, my dear ones. You know, uh, I was uh, kind of traipsing around the world here, and look who I found. Yeah, this is Ben. Hi, everybody. Down under, baby. <laughs> you know, I have a real good friend from South Africa, uh, Mutt Lang, and yeah. man, you know, such good people come out of that. And I love yeah. the South Africans and African, I mean, just great people there. And so you're doing, I mean, when I look at your story, it's amazing to me. Mm. I mean, you did it. Yeah. You did it. You achieved what all these people have been trying to do. This is uh, Antoine. He works with Mr. Olympias, but this is a plant-based. I don't know if you know him. I haven't come across him, but yeah. But yeah, he's uh, got a book out. This is our Ian we talk about. He went down all fruit, got real thin, but not soup, not lost everything, and then yeah. came back up and are moving more with the vegetable side okay. of that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, you know, when they get thin, it's usually it's the dispersal of, of the visceral fats and the inflammation. You know, I know my journey when I was bodybuilding, you know, you, I was a lot, I was bigger, I was heavier. When I flipped it and changed the direction of my diet and went to the regenerative diet, uh, that alone, you know, everything sort of shrunk. I, I, lost, I lost weight, but the structure stayed. Good. Yes. That's, what, that's yeah. what is important. And that's what I saw with Ian, the structure stayed, but he, he came down a little bit. Yeah. But this is good stuff. Great I mean, stuff. when I saw your pictures, it's amazing. Well, you won all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, my God, this guy was pumped. I, I'm going to tell you, this guy was a rock. I mean, I can't even tell you. I wish I had pictures to show you. We've got them. I think Sarah's actually got <laughs> them now. Oh, man. If she comes around or something, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see if we can throw them up here and show you this guy. But, I mean, he won all, all kinds of big awards. I'm telling you, 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 you did it. You were, you were there. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you changed that, though, and came here because now... You've learned so much and done so much, and you're helping so many people. Now he's got healing centers starting to open them up all over the place and just all kinds of stuff you're doing in your clinic. I'm really proud of you. You have all kinds of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, we've got a fair bit going on. Oh, yeah. my God, I love it. <laughs> so my, my journey was basically I started with performance. I wanted to know how high or how mm, extensive you could push the body, how much you could get out of the body. So I've always been a, I've always been one for hotting things up. So I wanted to see how much I could get out of myself. And doing that process, I went down the line of performance diet, performance everything. Everything was how much can I add to get the most out. Of, but unfortunately, it's whenever you add something, whenever you apply these types of uh, this level of thinking to things, you apply a pressure. And it's not dissimilar to anything that happens in medical. Same with performance. You when you add something to the body to try and drive a result you apply pressure. When yeah. you apply pressure, only two things can happen. Either you blow it up or you cave it in, eventually. Yeah. It feels good for a time, but eventually, yeah. you cave it in. you're yeah. done. Yeah. And that's what happened. I, I pumped myself up and I got really, oh. I, was, you know, I was massive. I you was, were. I was a big lad. And, I uh, mean, when I saw you, I couldn't believe how you looked. <laughs> and you were massive. Yeah, 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 I had it stacked up there. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't comfortable. You know, it no. was, at not, one, not one point was it comfortable, but my, you know, I don't do anything by halves. I'm 110% yeah. at everything I do. So I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to win it. And so I did what I had to do to win. Uh, but that ultimately led to uh, that pressure got too much and got to a point where I couldn't move. I couldn't move freely. I was not comfortable ever. I would wake oh. up with my arm, both my arms were dead. Oh. You know, like 
you're freak, freaking myself out oh because my I, I can't feel my arms because my back, my lat muscles are pushing into my the oh. underside of my arms and they're all pumped up and, and oh full my. of inflammation. Oh my God. It was shocking. And then you know, your, your quality of life starts to suffer. You get, you know, you're not mentally, you're not there. Mentally, your, your, your mind is so, so clouded. Focused. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's clouded. It's focused, it can only focus on one thing outside of that. What about steroids or anything? Did you ever pump those or do anything I used like those that? for a very short time yep. um, in through the competition phase, but I, they were very quickly, I, I quickly realized that they weren't a good sure, idea. Good. So we got, we got out of those. I, but I used a lot of proteins, used the peptide therapies um, and that kind of thing. And it's, yeah, but at the end of the day, everything you apply in the performance realm is, is going to eventually cave you in or blow you up. How much time did you spend in the gym? I mean, I'll tell you, you were jacked. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, would, I would spend, it was interesting, I, I would spend three hours a day in the gym most days when I was sort of building up. And then I dropped it back because I learned the virtue of rest. Uh, yeah, I got to a point where you just can't go anymore. You think, oh, wow, I've got to actually yeah. button this off. So, so uh, yeah, so we had to, so I buttoned that off. And then I was doing four days a week, twice a day, hard out. And then toward the you know, competition prep times, it was 4 a.m. cardio, two sessions of weights during the day, and then you'd eat for the rest of the time that you wow. were awake. So it was, it was a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week um, Getting ready for competition. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. amazing stuff. I was telling you this, and I, I, I apologize because I don't remember his name right off, but very famous bodybuilder that's older, and he's writing a book on that. I wrote a forward for him. He's mm. going to write a book on this because he was talking about all the things that some of these bodybuilders are doing to, to jack up like that and some of the real bad stuff. We talked about the, uh, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, very uh, toxic, very explosive stuff. And people are getting the wrong information out there. That's right. And so I'm real proud of you because you can make a heck of a difference in, in the field of working out and the field. Matter of fact, uh, we're going to have this gentleman right here do our uh, uh, naturopathic uh, uh, fitness uh, uh, videos because he's got a well-rounded understanding of the spiritual side, the health side, and all the needs. He's been there and done it. And like when you get to the top of something, you're there, right? And you see what the fallacies are, the things that you put up with, what you did by, what got me is how you talked about how stiff Mm. You got how that protein made you so stiff and tight. Absolutely, and it's like, oh man! You've actually got some videos coming through to you from Sarah where I oh, showed you with the video, the pictures of me from the from the competition. Um, you got to see. Yeah, and and prior to that too, me prior to that, I've been doing martial arts for my, my whole life. Yeah, you know, jujitsu, muay thai, a whole bunch. So I I was really I enjoy movement. I enjoy free movement, and then to not have that, yeah, 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 yeah. is. Is really, I mean, you've sort of got to know how bad it can get into it, and then you can know how good it can be. So you've got that contrast, and everything exists in contrast, right? But coming through, so stiff and so so tight. Um, we, you know, but taking that off, it was you. You realise just how how good it can actually and kept your form see yeah. and that's what I like about that some people have a misunderstanding sometimes of that that they're going to lose their form and they go down to nothing but <laughs> excuse me then again you see some of these bodybuilders that we were talking about that yesterday with mm. the sagging muscles the blown rectums I've got pictures over yeah. there of that that's, that's when it really blows up 
Yeah. It's when you really are yanking calcium out of you. Yeah. You're putting that pressure right, you know, and bam. Yeah. And so what's coming through, I was, I was saying before, when pictures of me blown up, but then the videos that I've sent with it is the process that I went through to getting back to a place of mobility and motor and and we'll, we'll put that if you don't mind we'll put that up on the on the uh our uh, site there yeah. and let people see them because sure? i really feel that you know when you go into a particular direction in life that you're there for a reason not only to learn that for your whatever you're learning mm. you know because on these long journeys who knows because each of us are individuals we're sending individual experiences back to the one yeah. Everything you're experiencing, don't think God isn't experiencing it too. Uh-uh, because you're a piece of that. So you're directly, so all of this, so it's just it's just overwhelming. And I just love the fact that you went into an area, gained, just hit the top of that, that area, and now you've learned the facts and the truth of that, and now you can help so many bodybuilders. Stay good looking. Mm. You know, I mean, really good looking, but at the same time, there's a, there's a limit, you know, and yeah. the, the destruction of the human But form. there's not a limit when you change the thing you, you're focused on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go from the limited to the lim- unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like talking and, to spiritual people, because it keeps me sharp. <laughs> but it's so true. You know, when it you is. get super focused on, on the physical form, you, you're, in, you're, you're aiming low. Yep. You are. Aiming real low. Yeah. So when you un- when you allow yourself to become super functional, super agile, and free to the point where you don't have to look at, look at this thing anymore, you've got it. It's on autopilot and it's functional. Now you can play and you can experience all the things, anything you want. I mean, for someone that came from where you were, that's amazing mm-hmm. that you. I mean, because that's who you are. And we're talking about that before. I think you're here, obviously, brought here to help people to become more awake, and you're doing it through several. Uh, mediums and yeah. I just love to see that yeah you've got all kinds of cool things too that you're doing in your clinic you got a pulse machine now you were telling me about oh, that's coming on its way oh that's coming yeah. on its way that's pretty cool yeah um, four of them coming. that's pretty cool especially when you're inserting electrons and I, I'm not big on treatment based things as mm-hmm. everybody knows but it's worth looking at because we do deal with pulse lines yep and stuff like that uh, we were talking about that in class the other day uh, uh, Monday, uh, we have an A&P class with Pat, you know, you yep. didn't take it because you've been on the journey. Well, we've been coming up in here. I yeah, know, but, but he's today, on our today, class. Today, too. But we were talking about the different pulse lines that you can touch and hold and yeah. create different things to happen. Yeah, stimulate the adrenals and things mm-hmm. through the Adrenals pulse. right here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the pulse machines, and they're coming in. So we, what I've, when I started the healing process, I went to a doctor because I noticed that I was, full of, so back to my story a little bit, when I was full of pressure coming out and we were talking about going a bit further with bodybuilding and, and the like. Uh, and I, I thought, okay, well, I was sort of interested, but I was also on the, I was also checking out as well because yeah. you know, my kids needed me as well. And bodybuilding is not a very family friendly sport. So um, when I went to the doctor, because I could feel some stuff going on and we took some bloods and I had high hematocrits, so I had high blood pressure. That was the only two things. So. I had more more blood than I needed. I had thick blood and fast blood. Two two things you don't wow. want in the body, right? That makes sense. What I was told was it's okay, you're a big guy. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. It's normal for you to have higher readings because you're a big guy. And I said, mate, that's not how it works. <laughs> so I ended up having to enlist the, the help of a doctor friend of mine to come and help me. Um, wow get some blood out, come with a bag and take a pint of blood out, give me some room. And as soon as that came out, 
the amount of relief that I immediately wow. felt was Well, that's phenomenal. pretty cool. So we, uh, you know, we had to do that once, and as soon as that happened, I felt that relief. I was like, right, that's it. I changed, I changed the wow. direction of my diet. Uh. Went straight to regenerative therapies that I was already aware of um, and preaching, but wow. I wasn't doing it. Now I'm doing it, wow. doing it hard out. And uh, very quickly, that situation changed. Wow. And uh, lost all the visceral, I, mean, I was, what, I was 120 odd kilos, and I was ripped and had all the abs, but I had a 38 inch waist. Now I'm ripped in all the abs and I've got a 33 inch waist. Wow. What changed? All the inflammation yeah. and visceral fat from inside right. yeah, came out. Yeah. And so the, my body went shrunk. Um, but kept its nice form. Kept its form. Kept I know. Its strength. I love that. And now I've got more endurance than I know what to do. I've got more endurance and power than I know what to do with. I've got, you know, my energy does not stop. And my, the freedom in my mind and my clarity and my ability to do uh, multiple things at once at a high level is uh, I love what it. I've noticed. You're, you're a great example of what happens when you move into a raw food diet. Mm. You, know, you move into this whole thing. Just, just uh, a great example of that. And I find it interesting that a diet like that thickens. And, you know, he, he said it moved fast. To me, when you thicken something, you slow it down. Mm. So, you know, when you thicken the blood, and to me, the thing that thickens the blood would be protein. Correct. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that you didn't suffer tremendous calcium losses because you were able to stop that and turn it around another way. And just from looking at your eyes from here, it looks like you have a fairly good, strong constitution, you know. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. But with a strong constitution and everything you're doing, my God, I mean, the, the sky's the limit. But like you said... I'm on the spiritual side too, and there's only so much body consciousness you want to even have. I lost mine mm. uh, in 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 the woods. You know, when I was a fruititarian, I just totally lost my body consciousness because you can feel everything. I remember your story. Yeah, oranges for six months. Yeah, you can feel everything though. You can feel your friggin' blood flow. Yeah. You know, when you're listening and the sensitivity of the body, I realize why am I listening to my body? Why am I lost in my body? For I want out. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you go the other way, just like yeah. you did, you know, and then you start really opening up and stuff like that and you get away. But the cleaner you are, the less you have body uh, consciousness, period. Yeah. You know, I rarely feel my body. If I eat bad or something, yeah, I'll feel it to like yeah. get that out of me, you know. Isn't it funny though? That's, isn't it beautiful that you can get to a back to, back to a place of innate senses? That's what I noticed. Oh, yeah. So when, when yeah. you know, full... Full performance diet, you got no idea that you your body communication has shut down. Oh wow! You're going off textbooks, working out working out macros, and counting calories. And it's a it's a sham. It is when you unpack everything and give yourself back your innate ability for your body to tell you what it needs. And your body's smarter than you, me, everyone. <laughs> when you actually understand the communication of the body and, and how to interpret that. Man, you, you don't have to worry about it. You just put in what it asked for. Yeah. You know, there's a few factors there that we discussed yesterday. Sure. But um, really, if you continue on that cleaning, that, that clean diet journey or human-aligned diet journey, you are going to get to a place where what your body is asking for is exactly what it needs. You don't have to think about it. Well, a thing that comes to my mind with you is self-discipline. 
Now, I was raised with a lot of discipline. My grandmother was an old school teacher, and man, you cussed, you got your mouth with soap, you got your hand smacked, you know, so, you know, we were right, couldn't put your hand on the table, your arm yep. on the table, you know, everything was... Then walk into, then walk into a room with head that. cover. Yeah! <laughs> so, you know, you're raised with that sort of thing, but... Uh, I really like, and I like the fact that you were in martial arts because when you go through martial arts and you lose your flexibility, mm. you can feel it. And you we were talking that. about the bilateral uh, effect that using martial arts and jujitsu. He had mentioned jujitsu, and I'm going, ooh, because I had some of that, but I had you know all types of martial arts for uh, many years myself, and I used to carry a bag around. Yep. To tell you the truth, I always had a bag, <laughs> and uh, it, I always would get a metal structure or something to hold my bag that I could get up and kick and hit, and, you know, and keep myself going. But after a while, I lost that. Isn't that funny? I actually have a full martial arts kit in my car that I travel with, <laughs> yeah. so I can call into any gym and, <laughs> and join the class. Ah, cool, man! We got a gym right next door. You know? Yeah, that? I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, the martial arts, the, the beauty of that, it, it keeps you balanced between the two sides because you tend to move one side over another and that side becomes dominant. Yeah. And doesn't it feel good when you find that balance between the two sides? There's something about it and it just kind of brings everything into... It sure is. And when you, especially when you train that. I mean, you've got to train those two hemispheres. But so doing things on one side, doing them on the other side, you'll find one side feels clunky until it doesn't. Yeah. But then what you'll find is that the side that is preferable, your, so your preferred side, it, it becomes better at teaching the other side. That's what I've felt. Cool. It's like one side can teach the other yeah. side. If, one, if you can do something with your left foot better than your right, you, get to, you can get to a point where you can teach yourself how to operate yeah. that other side yeah. from, from mirroring and matching. What you're doing with, well, with that. Part, so, of, I mean, part of martial arts I had was that, you know, balancing out the both yeah. sides. And, you had to... and I often wonder too, when you start to do that, when you train your body, being the, fit, you know, the most complex thing we have in this world, when you start to train your body to do that, what, does those, what do those lessons look like when they start to enter the mind and yeah. emotional body? It's, yeah, so I mean, there's, everything touches everything else. Yeah. No, it's it, cool stuff. It is cool stuff. <laughs> and, but at a certain point... <laughs> It's kind of like in your world, you reach a certain level of perfection, and with you, then the doors opened, yeah. and you found the uh, the divine. And that's the thing, is experiences, you work them, you play them, you, you know, with you, you found that you hit, you hit basically the wall and go, you know what, if I push through this wall, I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. So you went, over, oh, look, this is much more friendly, <laughs> you know, that sort it's, of thing. Exactly. But then you also found the expansion of that. And then into the spiritual side. But you had to be spiritual all your life anyway. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's mm -hmm. always there. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, yep. it, it's just the entry point. Yep. Everyone's spiritual. Everyone's. Yep. It, it's just the entry point. Some people need to enter through the body and, and open the mind and emotions, and then they get spiritual. Some people enter through the mind, and they get the body sorted out, and then spiritual. Mm -hmm. Some people start spiritual, and they, they, they fluff about there, they, and they like the ambiguity. And when they bring it into some kind of, uh, of organization, it gets a little scary. But if they let go of that and yeah. then understand the mind and the body, ah, now that makes sense. You know what's funny to me? And they're all over. I mean, you bring up a good point is that there's a lot of spiritual people that are not into health. And True. I find that interesting. I mean, not at the level you would think they would be. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can't judge anything like that, you know, because that's just what you said. It's the doors you go down, the walk you walk. Yep. But you 
normally assume that someone into natural health would be more spiritual. That's not always true, mm. but it is true to a certain point. I mean, assuming anything's a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, man, this guy's got it. You, know, yeah. you can't assume nothing. No, you got to ask the questions. If someone comes to you, or I find if someone comes in and wants to talk with me about their health or about anything, I listen. And, that's, yeah. that's, and, and be that reflection for them, be that mirror for them, because they've got the answers. Everyone has their answers inside them. Everyone is their own expert on themselves. Mm. It's being that, being that uh, conscious mirror yeah. to allow them to actually explore themselves through their experience through you, of you. It's, uh, that's the only, I think that's beautifully said, because I, I, I think that's totally what a true nature path does. We know you know, you, you know, you know the pathways of learning the limp, you're learning all that. So it's it's listening and it's also helping them to understand why. Mm. Why do you think you're experiencing that? You know, because I like to keep drawing them back to the body and the different parts of the body. Yeah. And the fact that, and especially in some of these mental health problems, you mm. know, you've got depression and things like that. And they make you feel like you're nothing and mm. you're down and you know self-love. But when you realize there's a physiological issue tied to this and you change all that, Everything, like you said, you lift up. The you know, depression is literally the nervous system saying, "I've had enough." Yeah. Change what you're doing. Yeah. It's literally it's a, it's a it's a pain of the nervous system being expressed through the mind. Yeah, you got to get to that point, like you said, where you just say, "You know what? Mm. Done." Yeah, you've got to get to done. Once you're done and you must do something else, as soon mm. as you must, you will. Yeah. If it's not a must, if it's a should or a could, you won't. And sometimes you get patients. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say back just quickly back on on the um, uh, the understanding that the the matching point, the the mirroring. How often do you find when you talk to people, they go, "Oh, that makes so much sense." Yeah. Always means they already knew it. Absolutely. They already knew it. Well. So that's that's that access, that doorway that you create for them by having that conversation and being that space, holding that space for them to explore themselves. And all of a sudden, just by our conversation, <sighs> opens up. Yeah, you've had deja vu, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about this on the last video that when you come in here, you've already know what you're going to experience. You've already seen it. You have all that. All you're doing when you wake up is you're starting to see what you already saw before you got here. You, you, you're just alluding to that fact that you, yeah. you, you already know. Yeah, you know, it's a, like, and it's uh huh. Yeah, check, it's, check. It's Truth it. is something I think that everything, everyone recognizes. Yeah, not everyone wants it. You know, truth is something sometimes it just, it, some people just can't digest it properly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we have a lot going on in this country right now about that. Our whole oh. government is, oh man, we, we have so much corruption in this country yeah, right I've now. Yeah, I've heard a few different viewpoints since I've been here. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it very, is. very interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, you know, the invitation that I offer everyone is trust yourself. If it makes sense mm -hmm. to you and it doesn't require you to have to try and skew your, your reality, um, so much, then trust it. Trust that what you know is true. Yeah, I, I think that the inner guidance, you know, and like you said, trust trust something for a while. You mm. know, every, that people are so clued in the medical doctors, and we were laughing about that earlier. I mean, you're walking right into a slaughterhouse. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not. I mean, I, I, we were talking about, I've had a lot of emergency medicine experience. Mm. You know, I got all bucked up, I've got ACLS, I mean, I can intubate you, mm. I can do all kinds of stuff, pull you out of cardiac arrest, but I can do that without all that. Yeah. You know, there's tricks of the trade that I can get your nervous system to the heart starting to pump again. So, yeah, I can do that without going intubation or anything like that, so there's, but outside of the surgeries mm. and outside of the emergency rooms, 
health is our field. Correct. Health is naturopathic. Yeah. It's not allopathic. Allopathic doesn't know anything about health. They no. didn't go to school for it. They, got, they went to school for emergency response. And emergency response, yeah. how to sew someone up. I, you know, I've had people saw their fingers off in the ER. Right? You got to get sewed up, bud. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and thank, thank God for those doctors yeah. and those surgeons. Exactly. Um, but it says, I mean, one of the, I think we mentioned this yesterday at lunch, but my, the long game for Invictus is I would love to build the bridge between the two yeah. modalities. Yeah. I've actually got a piece on, on, the, on the website, which is about to launch soon. Um, but it's, it's bridging the two modalities, bridging allopathy and true naturopathy. And doing so by getting to a point where we understand each other's limitations and where we are wizards. And the, the the medical guys, wizards in, in if you get snake bit, you fall off a fall off a cliff, hit by a bus, you go into the ER. <laughs> yeah, don't come over don't here. Come, don't come here. We're not gonna just <laughs> But once you are out of that critical emergency, once once the once the, the good doctors and surgeons have fixed you up to a point where you are now no longer critical, now right, hand them over to us, let us heal them because just the other side of pain is not health, which is what medical seem to believe and what is is generally accepted by the public is that just the other side of pain is health. That's not true. Health is way over here. If you're in pain, your body's done everything that it can possibly do to keep you going. And it's now it's yep. starting to break. Yep, that's it. And a lot of people, uh, you can go on for years and not realize the problem is sitting there festering. Mm. And then suddenly, wham! Yeah. Right? You're, you're taking a, a, a trip to the ER and you go, well, what, what the hell? What, what, Absolutely. What? No, 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 no. It's been sitting there building. Absolutely. And maybe you had little feelings of pain, like you said, little things like that, but you just kind of ignored that and went on. That's the culture. That is a culture. Mm. Culture That's, is it. Plow well, through it. little headache gets part, to work. Part of the medical thinking is it's in your head. Yeah. I've had so many people say, I got pain in my shoulder, man, but I've been to several medical doctors and they tell me it's all in my head. Mm. I say, not in your head. You know, but you can't see acidosis with x-rays. Correct. You can, when tests. you get it so dense and hard, yeah, now I got something hard I can bounce a, 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 a resonance off and yeah, I can see it there. Yeah. But you can't see inflammation and swelling and that sort of thing. Exactly. And it's like, but it's all in your head. Yeah, that's where the medical fraternity are. They they are taught how to deal with emergency, which is why something has to break first before they can jump into action. Yeah, preventative well, is not their thing. It's not their thing. Um, and how often do you hear people that have, I mean, either minor or major issues, just showing up out of no, out of seemingly nowhere, and they say, "Wow, I haven't done anything different for thirty years. How is this happening to me now?" Yeah, it's always been oh, okay. Oh. It's exactly. because the, the, the lack of understanding, lack of awareness around what's accumulating mm -hmm. because of that, of mm -hmm. what you've been doing. That's the education. I, was, I, was t I took a ride with an, an Uber, uh, went from um, up at Park City in Utah back to the hotel. And um, it was wonderful. He was, he, we sat and talked and he asked me what I did. And I said, I'm a health guy, you know, I, just to, you know, vaguely vaguely over it. But he opened up about his story. He said, look, Ooh. I've had COVID. Now I've got long COVID. I've been in the worst shape of my life, put on a oh. bunch of weight. I'm, you know, I can't operate, fatigued, exhausted all the time. I said, okay. I said, what have you done? And he said, well, I changed my diet. I changed my diet. I've been eating real healthy. And I, all that happened was I got more tired. I ended up sick, sick, <laughs> and uh, put on more weight. You know, as the body pulls stuff out, it's going to inflame a little more yeah. to protect it on yeah. the way through. Yeah. But anyway. The problem is, is that what people think are a, is a healthy diet is still not a healthy diet. Right. You know, he said right. his idea of a healthy yep. diet was to remove all the fast food, 
really mm-hmm. good. Remove fast food, remove wheat and dairy. That's that's a thing that happens in, in normal health world. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. But he's still eating lean meats. He's still eating um, whole grains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wheat, uh, not uh, wheat, sorry, the whole grains, the um, uh, legumes and beans. That's the he's thinking. Eating, yeah. So he's eating these things thinking that they're healthy. And I said to him, listen, mate, I, I hear you. I feel for you. And I said, listen, what I've got to tell you is that what you've been doing is, is better and you, you know, what you're actually experiencing with a little bit of extra weight gain and this, this uh, flu symptoms, I said, this is the body trying to help you. You must have good constitution in there, good genes. Body's helping you out, but it's not a healing diet. I said, he goes, oh. I said, I understand. <laughs> I said, I understand how that can be disheartening. And I said, I understand that you can, you can change your entire diet for a period of time and seemingly get worse. And, and, and it never seems to go any further. It just gets worse and doesn't go any further. And you're going, what's going on? I can understand how that's disheartening. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. let me tell you a story. So we, talk, we spoke about lymph system. We spoke about electrons and how we get things moving and hydrated. Mm. How it's more about what we put in needs to inspire getting the crap out. It's not about what you put in the body. It's about getting the stuff out first, first and foremost. So we spoke about that. And he said, mate, I was... I was destined to pick you up today. You turned him on. Yep. Yeah. See, and, 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 and again, you were meant to be right there with that guy right there. And I love that sort of thing. And it's going to happen to all of you guys too. Mm. Just realize that those people that come up to you, and they might just get that little bit of a bump mm. and walk away. Yep. But they still got the bump. In psychology, you need yep. at least uh, anywhere yeah. between three to six points of contact before you do something different. So that's that might be one or three or six. <laughs> yeah, that was that old thing of psychology. Tell them, then tell them what you told them, and then tell them again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then hope they get it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah at least, least you've got three in the bag then. <laughs> I tell there might, you, be, there might be three more away. <laughs> but but I, I'm, I tell you, I'm real proud of you. You've really done a lot of good stuff in your life here man achieved a really incredible goal but at the same time learned that goal could have destroyed you and uh the help to so many people i just i don't know there's just so many people into fitness yeah and health all the g there's a i guess it's a, a commercial line of stores called gnc mm-hmm. general nutrition Okay. And they used to be full-fledged health food stores. You could buy your ice creams in there, you know, Haagen-Dazs stuff, and you could buy all, you know, all kinds of stuff. Uh, now they're just like almost fitness-type places mm-hmm. where you get your protein powders and your, your creatins, and, and yeah, you get all, <laughs> all you get stuff. all that crap, you yeah. know. And it's, it went from kind of more of a healthy place into a more of a fitness place and stuff. And so, I don't even know where this gym is over here yet. You know, we don't. I don't go to a gym, of course. Yep. I'll go check it out. I work out at home. We'll I should show you where I live. I yeah. mean, we got all kinds. You know, you see gyms where they're pulling the big tires and moving the big, t- you know, yeah, all, yeah, that yeah. Kind of all that stuff. That's my place. <laughs> we just built a, a 3,000 foot facility, MMA facility, in where we have the clinic in Australia. Oh my God. We just put one there next to our gym. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That's exciting. Place. That's where we're going to film the, the mobility course that we're going to do. I'm excited with that. I'm so excited with this because. Oh, man. It, it, for me, I come up where if you found a raw foodist, you thought you died and went to heaven. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. You you eat raw food? Really? I mean, because raw wasn't something man was into in the, in the early 70s and, and late 60s. It just, you know, yeah. there was that group of natural hygienic people that were, but, and there were fasting clinics, but you were like, that was like a certain area of people it was it was considered wacky by most people. very wacky yeah 
But where's your protein? That was the first thing. Where's your protein? It's like it, that's not yeah. that's not the right way of thinking about it. You know, your cells are little carpenters. You can't give them a finished box and expect them to make a whole new box out yeah. of that one box. Yeah. They'll tell you they're going to jump. Gonna, exactly. But you give them good quality materials and tools, aminos, mm -hmm. and and good quality sugars, fruit sugars, and they will make you anything that you need. I remember. Everything you need. Yeah, I remember there was a fellow out of New York. I can't remember what he did. He's a professional guy of some sort, and I don't know if it was medical or not, but he was so excited about this that he was going over to, um, it was it Germany, Switzerland or somewhere, buying an old sawmill mm. and converting it to a health clinic. And I thought, that's a <laughs> that's pretty good awesome. health spa and stuff like that. You know? And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. You know, so anything you can do out there, you know, I, I've taught out of my garage. Yep. You know, and it's just whatever you can do, you don't have to have, you see where we are, we're stuck in, uh, even my uh, company, when we had it, was we were crammed in every corner there was because <laughs> I grew up frugal. You, yeah. know, you 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 grew up not going and buying a million dollar place, and now you got a payment that you can't hardly make. Yeah, you know stuff like that. So yeah. you know we've always done a lot out of a little. Yeah, was, uh, we're very similar. We started the, the dining room in our home was was the consulting table from. <laughs> What's the name of your clinic over there? Invictus. Invictus in Clinic. Mm -hmm. um, so you can look this guy up. I mean. You can tell them wherever you can go to look you up. And, yeah, so yeah. we're Invictus, we're now Invictus Health Hub because we now capture a much greater uh, offer. So we're a clinic, we're also, we're online, Invictus Health Online, uh, or invictushealthhub.com.au, you'll get to our clinic. Uh, that site's actually under construction right now, it's about to launch. But we also have the Invictus Apothecary, which is our online store, three and a half thousand products in that store, all available online. We had a little store in Esperance. Again, we started, you know, we started with out of the cupboard. We were selling herbs out of our cupboard at home. Wow. Now we're in a facility with three and a half thousand uh, products, and it's everything from the herbs to uh, to your um, eco sustainable living homewares, uh, hygiene products, everything you need to be healthy, sustainable, all the way through. So. Perfect. And everything's peer reviewed. Nothing is, no crap in there. I love everything's that. Everything's peer reviewed. I was telling you yesterday about that. Uh, we went out to uh, lunch yesterday. <laughs> it was funny too. The restaurant we were on is on a canal. Uh, high, high level restaurant, pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the, the husband's actually Jamaican and the wife is from Kentucky. So they have a, an interesting cross-section <laughs> of that food. That makes sense to the menu now. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. And after we left, a car, it's, it's kind of down below a bridge. After we left, a car came right off the bridge, right down into the restaurant. <laughs> he wanted to drive through. Oh, my God. Yeah, he wanted to drive through. I said, go around the other way, man. Don't come off the bridge. <laughs> oh, those photos were intense. That, that, that car ended up where we were standing. Oh my um, God! That was amazing. What Wes was saying out there. So that was, we had a lot of energy, though. I think the car was just trying to find it. Homing <laughs> beacon. I know. I was at a big uh, seminar with one of the Eckmasters one time up in um, Hartford, Connecticut, and uh, the day after the seminar, the Hartford uh, Convention Center roof fell in. <laughs> it's like <laughs> energy and all kinds of things out there going on, you know. Yep. And so, yeah, I. I wanted, when we had the health club, I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to help everyone out there that made a good product. I wanted to sell it for them. Mm. Because there's nothing like good products. No, it's, and, they're hard, I, and they're hard to find. Yeah, I yeah. pride myself on the best herbal formulas, mm. organic, the best oils. I pride myself on those herbal formulas. I actually was at the facility with their maid, at the lab with their maid yeah. the other day. and they, You went to Western first? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. we were there. Went the, we went through with um, with Kalen, 
-hmm. went through the whole process and I've never seen anything that quality controlled good. and done. It's everything is just done right. That makes me feel good. It should do because they, they, I was, they have my name. Yeah, I, yeah, yep. it should do. I was and I was I, blown I away them. at the yep. I was blown away at the level good. of professionalism and quality and the good. processes were just it's it's staying true yep. to the to that's the way to it should be. And that's important for me. Yeah, because I couldn't handle it anymore. It got too big. Yep, and we were we couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. You know, when you get so big, you you got to be able to do that. Yep. and we couldn't do that anymore. And see, now I'm freed up. I got seven books going. Six V books. I mean, we got all kinds of cool stuff coming out. And so I got more time to do all these sort of things and the energy to do these things. So Fantastic. it's crazy. I was up a little late last night. My uh, mate came in from uh, Texas, I think I was telling yeah. you, her mom uh, uh, had a brain bleed. And so, and oh. someone had talked to me that day about it, text me on my phone with a brain bleed. And it's so, you know, we're always helping people to understand why why all this is going on mm. and what a good example would be your your group uh losing so much calcium to this where you do see the prolapsing and you do see all that but then you also have the herniations and stuff like that big time prolapsing all oh, that, stuff. All that yeah. stuff and i was telling you that i had a patient that was mr olympia at one mm. time i mean this guy major i can't remember 26 i can't remember what what size these arms yeah. were but um uh just big Big, <laughs> big, but he came to me with big joints. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Lost all his joints. Yeah, yeah. 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 Could, I mean, yeah. he was swollen way out there. You know what else happens to a lot of the guys is, is the is the neurological decline. You know, the the innovation, <sighs> because the body will always preference survival. It will it will always preference survival first, and then it preferences reproduction. So that's the first two things. If if the body hasn't got enough energy to do those two things, then it, it's going to lose everything else. So a good, good sort of point to, to make is that if you are using anything, any stimulants to go to the toilet, if you're having to use stuff to move your bowel, if you're having to use stuff to control your breathing, ventolins and asthmas and these sorts of things, and it's coming on later in, you know, later on as you're moving through a performance type of situation, if you're having to use caffeine to keep yourself going and awake, you are neurologically declining. Yeah. Stop what you're doing, please. Man, I tell you, you have so much good advice for those out there working on these themselves in that way thinking you know mm. very very physical beauty if they're stuck in this mm. physical body yeah, yeah. they're stuck in uh, focused yeah. on this thing yeah. that's why I, <laughs> I love the spiritual side of all this because it helps to uplift you and realize you know what I can't put all my attention to a physical form when I have other forms to deal with you've mm. got your mental form you got your emotional form absolutely yeah. matter of fact I was right wrote something that I was thinking about this and I was thinking you know um, yeah, uh, yeah. outside of thought, you and I cease to exist as separate beings. And yeah. that's the truth. Outside of thought, you and I are one. Absolutely. We lose our, we lose our individualities and we, we merge and become one. And that's the one. That's the all of the all. That's the divine. And so as you grow and all of us start to recognize ourselves within ourselves, so it's fun stuff. It is. When you come down to this level, the only way that I can experience myself is through you. Yeah. Isn't that and funny? Vice versa. Well, that's something people don't realize, mm. is that you can't experience anything outside of yourself. You're looking, and, and everything you're experiencing is yourself. Correct. And if you have not had an experience and you're having one, it's all new for you. You have no idea. <laughs> and so you get registered on the Akashic Records. I mean, it's all kind of wild when you look at the layout of creation. Yeah. I mean, you go all the way up to the Godhead, 
how does the Godhead experience itself? It's got to create divisions of itself mm -hmm. and polarity. And we're part of that. That's, yeah. that's, we're, it's, it's, crazy. It's, yeah. it's cool. Thought, thought creates form. Form does not create thought. Correct. And that's what people have to realize. It's from the top down, not the bottom up, Correct. so to speak. I yeah, mean, it's kind of it's, a... Uh, yeah. yeah. But it is a directional flow. This is why if you, you know, there's a saying, that if you speak what you seek until you see what you said. And Good one. It's, it's true. If, you, if, yeah. you, if your focus goes to the thing that you want, and in a, in from, a, from a place of it's already here, because to want something is to assume that it's not available. So it drives anxiety and drives stress and people you know, yeah. miss everything else on the way through the journey. True they that. try and get to the, the thing. So, so if, you, if you speak what you seek, and that means that you are, you are focused on it and all your self-talk goes towards it. And all of a sudden your body will follow. It's just, it, you, you're, you're cutting the path energetically and you just, you'll move to it. Yeah, this isn't the, this isn't the living reality. This is for a pilot. It's touch and go, you know. <laughs> for for those that understand, it's birth, life, and death. You know, we're here, we experience it, and we chuck off. You know, yeah. next enough of this. You know, you can play so long, and then okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you get an airplane, and uh, after after a while, you can't wait to get rid of it. Yeah. You got a nice boat. Oh, and look at that boat. And then the day you get rid of it, it's the happiest day of your life. <laughs> you know, it's like when you get these material things. And, oh, look at this thing, and then they suffocate you. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you allow them to own you. And we've been talking a lot about that in the last last six months about detachment. Mm, absolutely. You know, it's a and, beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. You'd be amazed that if. Your identity gets wrapped up in these things. You know, when you when you make part of you, if, sorry, when you make a material thing mean something about you, that then you you know, you're you're attached to that. It's part of your identity. Yeah. Letting go of it is a hard task. But when you do, watch how much space, watch how much room you get back to do so many more things. It really is. <laughs> you get so much energy back from that. It, things, material things, can hold a yeah. ton of energy. Oh yeah. Oh, when yeah. you detach from that and. and I always yeah. said there are noose, your desires are always a noose around your neck. Yeah, there's, you all, there's many ways yeah. to detox, not mm -hmm. just the physical body. Yeah, <laughs> it is true. You know, actually, he's right on with that because detachment is a way of detoxing, and you're going to detox because the mind keeps coming back. Going, but, but, no buts. No, I'm, in, I'm, I'm hanging out in the now. But, but, but wait. No, 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 I'm, I'm watching. Yeah. No, but here, look, over here. No, 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 exactly. no, I'm watching. And that's the mind will keep playing. Yeah. Hey. Look at me, look at me, come over here. You've got to be able to go, you know what? Talk to the hands That's and it. faces and listen. And it really is. And, but honor that, though. The fact that the body, the, the, nervous, it's the nervous system has learned how to keep you safe. Mm. Self-preservation, first thing. Mm. So because you're doing something different, this thing's got, hey, hey, over here. This is where I know I can keep you safe. Don't go over there. That's scary. That's new. <laughs> That's but your tip. Challenge it. <laughs> Dip into that. And that's the leaning into resistance. If you know that that way means that you might just elevate, have a crack. Do it. Yeah. What the worst that can happen? Nothing. Well, see, that's the well, point. What do you have to fear? We have so many people that are just so afraid to let go. You've mm -hmm. been on chemo or radiation. You've mm -hmm. already let them kill your body, mm -hmm. pretty much. So you have no choices. So you know, but it's amazing the people that don't have that, yeah. like you and well, me and others. They don't have that spiritual. That, that, that soul is not Absolutely. awake enough or it hasn't been through enough and it's to keep on going. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. go ahead. You know, I mean, we don't want to pull them and try to make someone do something they that's don't want to do because that's not what you want to do. You don't want to force yourself. If you're not happy with what you're doing, mm. you said it earlier, mm. it's a stress point, it's an anxiety point, and now yeah. you're fighting, and yeah. now you're, you're acidic. 
And if, if and there's you know, two points to that. One is if you're if you're if you find that you're having to skull drag someone down the path, now that's making that about you. Let that go. Um, we spoke about you know letting go and being able to detach from things and, and remove the fear to uh, enable yourself to elevate, separate from the fear to rise. Yeah. You know, fear cool. is face everything and rise. I love that. I love that. So and pain is pay attention, integrate now. So pay attention to what's being said. This is you know, just two little things for you. But I love that. No, but, no, you, those are cool things because yeah. pay attention. Pain. Pain is, yeah, pain is, is, that's where the body's run out of options. It's like, hey, this something's up. Pay attention and then integrate the learnings of that now. Do whatever you have to do to fix that up, to correct that issue. Find the person, find people that can make sense for you, that, that, that help you make sense of it, yeah. and then do that. Fear, face everything, and way to go. You always have to do that. Yeah, and rise up. So we spoke about before about the young man that passed away. He, you know, he came out of chemotherapy and radiation, came to see me. We spoke. He said to me, oh, that makes so much sense. His internal things kicked in the yeah. gear like, yes, this is it. Let's go. Yeah. But he was so fearful, couldn't let go, unfortunately yeah. passed away. The, the opposite of that is true with another lady that we worked with um, February, must have been two years ago now. She, she phoned me. She reached out to me after being given a diagnosis of basically death and they, they called the family around. This is it all over. She was given a, uh, a trial drug to go home with just to see. They weren't really sure. Anyway, so after conversations and, and um, conversations and an agreement that we're going to move forward with this, uh, she she did within two weeks. She was already on the mend, feeling better within two weeks. Now, two years later, she's still with us. She's still she and she's actually a big part of what we do now. We're actually yeah. working with her. She's a very very successful lady. She's an absolute powerhouse, um, absolute powerhouse. So we're actually working to collaborate more and more together. Uh, she works in the in the life coaching field and she's a, a wow. very prominent CEO in, among businesses. But she, her regenerative journey, her health journey is is a story. It's actually on our Facebook page. That's where it is. We're gonna put, that, to we're gonna put that into the website. Yeah. But it's a story in itself and, and what she went through and all the different complications. Her body was working so hard to keep her going. She's a very wow. strong lady. Her body was working so hard to keep her going. As soon as she got all the stuff out the way, to let it do what it needed to do? It went. Damn. That's what I said about you guys with strong constitutions. Holy crap. It's mm. just what you said. It's body consciousness. And when it's strong, oh, yeah. I mean, no matter, you could have acid poured down you and you can come out of that. I mean, it's amazing to see that. Yeah. And yeah. I'd, but it, it gives you a, a good lesson that you're going to have some that are ready Mm. can do this and take it on and just chew it up. Yeah. Right? That's it. And, and that's it. And they win. That, yeah. I, I, there's not too many patients I've had through the years that had that tenacity, mm. that strength, and went after that, they didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, there's not too many. And, and no. that, that, that would be someone that came to me in next day I'm supposed to die. Correct. Okay, but if you've got a month, yeah. you've got a whole month, <laughs> that's a whole 30 days. Yeah, yeah. That is a lot of time for me, yeah. you know, to work on you. That's it. But the difference with this, with this, with this lady um, versus the, the young man that passed away was simply the attitude, simply the willingness, yeah. the willingness to let go, let go. and rise. And I mean, yeah, it's, it that, was, that's it. And every time, though, seriously, yeah. because uh, hanging on to that old energy, mm -hmm. you said fear-based, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know why, because it's not well thought out. 
if you have any fear at all, it should be going into oncology. If you have a fear, mm. you should have a fear of chemotherapy and radiation if you want to fear anything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about frying your, your physical body up and then uh, to get well. Yeah. I mean, it's such an oxymoron. It's such a, it's, it's not even childlike. It's, it's insanity. Yeah, it's... You don't <laughs> pour a 2 pH. Well, modern <laughs> chemo is more 2. two. It's two, isn't it? But now it was 1.5. I've seen it 1.5 chemo. Oh, wow. Actually, I thought they bumped it up to around 3 pH. Are they still they could have. I think they, they, they could have because they killed too many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They're losing <laughs> their customers. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier days, yeah. I saw 1.5 chemotherapy, and that is 1 million times hotter than blood. Mm. It's a rapid algorithm. <laughs> Can you imagine taking something that's a million times more acidic. Now, blood's not acidic, of course, but using the logarithms of pHs, you're one million times hotter. Mm. Imagine something one million times hotter than your blood should be on the acid side, mm. and you want to come out of that? Yeah. I mean, I don't get that. Even three pH is where you destroy cells. Yeah, yep. I mean, people ask me about the tumors. They say, look, what about the tumor? So they're not gonna go, so chemotherapy's a thing, but they go, what about the tumor? So if I'm not going to take chemotherapy to shrink the tumor, what about the tumor? I said, well, where is it in the body? Where, where actually is it? Oh, it's in my stomach. Okay. Is it pushing on anything that's going to kill you? Because if, if it's pushing on something that's going to kill you, then okay, let's go and talk to a good surgeon. Right. Let's, let's get a little bit out of there. Let's give you some space to move and work with. Maybe. Um, let's, you know, let's I do like that, that idea. But if it's not pushing on anything, don't worry about it because it's only the symptom. This is your body's protective mechanism. Don't worry about it. Get all the pathways of exhaust cleaned out. Clean out the exhaust pipes, the lymphatic system. Get digestion working or the digestive eliminative pathway working mm -hmm. well. Get some energy production back online. And now let the body do what it's supposed to do because you've got the T cells. Mm -hmm. you've, got the, you've got the lymph nodes. All the macrophages, the bacterium. Everything is in the body to deal with this stuff. The only problem that exists is it can't get there. Right. Glomulated. So it, you're Fair right enough. on with that. Yeah. I've said that it's since like the a, beginning it's, of time. It's like a hostage situation. You've got all the bad guys, the cancer cells inside this building, which is the tumor, and then all the military and police are on the outside trying to get in. <laughs> and, then, and they want to go into the tumor and find a cell where you already know it's already. Any cell in a tumor is going to be at least an atypical cell because yeah. that tumor is just yeah. full of acid sludge. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's the point. It's like you're going to kill the body over a cell that's in a tumor that's what? Yeah. I mean, it's idiocy. Now, when you look at the chemotherapy pathways and, and how it works in the system, it, it actually goes, it kills, it, it shuts down the military first mm. in the body. T cool. cells, B cells, shuts them down first. It shuts down the body's ability to, to, to produce the interleukins and, and all these things that produce inflammation that protects everything. Um, it, shuts, it, it shuts down cholesterol production. It, it's not good. You know, you mentioned earlier about working with allopathy. And I started out with that thinking. And people always used to ask me, why don't you work with them? I said, because they hate me. Yeah. You know, and so nowadays... I have a few medical doctors have been in my class, a few doc medical doctors that we work with. I had a medical doctor in Canada that came down to my office one time, gave me a great big hug. His wife had been to my classes and stuff. He said, I just cured a lymphedema case. And he said, we don't cure lymphedema. And he's in with like seven other practitioners, medical mm. practitioners, and they are all freaking out. And he said, I get it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's what I look forward to. Because here's the thing with the surgeon. If you can debreed a, a, a tumor, Dr. Um, oh, uh, whatever that lady is that debreeds tumors, uh, why can't a surgeon go in and debreed it? It's just a pocket. Yes. You go in, you debreed it. You can even move the remove the pocket. You mm. do not have to cut out excessive tissue. Yes. They have this thing about clear margins. margins. And so when you're looking at your <laughs> yes. face or your neck, good luck with what you see when you get out of that surgery, mm. right? So, but that's with a better understanding of the lymphatic system for them. And I'm hoping our book, it's, it's on its way. Okay. We're, I'm working hard on that book too. So Pat and I, we're, I mean, we've almost got it down, then we have to film it. Yep. It's gonna be a V-book. Okay. But it, it's gonna be the most extensive look at cells, the lymphatic system, how it works. Uh, Pat has found uh, more connection to the kidneys. Uh, we're just gonna give you a big, deep understanding of the lymphatic system. Look forward to and, it. And of course, that's what you're dealing with, with tumors mm. and stuff like that. Just what you said. Yep. I, I love what you, what, how, how you, and I've said this for years, if your tumor is not pressing on anything vital, get back and start water fasting, grape fasting, get to where you're stringing yourself faster, right? Get the kidneys opened up, boom, 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 right? That's it. If it's like a tumor in the lung, particularly, do not lung surgery. Mm, I can just tell you the most painful, the most worst surgery mm. you ever want. You got small tumors, forget it. Let them go. Start going. Yep. Like, With lungs, I mean, you may end up, we had one case where we, we sorted out a lung tumor issue, lung cancer, and the fluid builds in the bottom yeah. lobes. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But don't freak out. Just get it aspirated. Find a doctor, get it aspirated. We talked about that last video, right? <laughs> we did. We talked about that last video. You can go get a thoracentesis. You can go have it aspirated. Yeah. But it will quit filling up. If you keep going, yep. it'll quit filling up. And now you know you're, you're going. Yep. Because when you start filling up, you're done. Yeah. So and that's why they spray your lungs with Teflon or what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you seal you it up. But, you know, you've got to make sure that it, don't freak out because it, it will keep coming. It will keep, it's not coming back. It's just there's more coming out. Yeah. It, there's a lot in there. You'd be surprised how yeah. packed up those lungs can get when you're in a cancer state with the lungs. Lots. Yeah, so it's, it's, Lots. it's intense. But it, it does it does slow down. Yeah. Um, even cases where we've had lidney, uh, kidney lymph spill and end up in the feet and legs of people. And when they start detoxing... Uh, all that stuff comes out through the calves and out through oh, yeah. the ankles and feet. Oh, yeah. It's hectic. Yeah, it don't out. trust it. Keep it. Manage it. Man, I'm proud Wear really you. thick socks because I'm... you're going to end up with a boot full of water. But <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not uh, even kidding. <laughs> I'm proud of you guys over there. I tell you, we get this all around the world like this, and people have a nice place to go where you have friends, even though you're scared. And you have things, we're going to put our arms around you. We're going to say, hey, relax. This is what's going on. This is how you fix it. Yep. You know, you don't treat it. This is how you fix it. And then go go whatever you're doing. We were talking about this young man with stomach cancer. I had that all gone in 56 days. That's incredible. 56 days. He went back to eating hamburgers. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. You know, so uh, you got those out there. Yeah. And the thing is, too, it's also, also good to place. The, I mean, the work that we do, we give people space. Well, they give themselves space through the work that we offer them to step into. They provide space. Once, I mean, you've got to think, remember, that your lymphatic system and your system as a whole is massive. It's huge. <laughs> Once you've cleaned it out, so I use the bar to ex explain this. The green bar, blue bar, red bar. Green bar is life. There's no telling how good that can get. Blue bar is your body's coping and compensating tools that it uses to, to keep you going. Uh, you know, but you're doing things to it that doesn't yeah, like. Yeah. You bump into the where, the where the blue meets the red is the first point of pain. It's the, it's the little niggle. It's all the stuff that you ignore. 
And then halfway down that red line, Ooh. something breaks. And now you're into the into the yeah. doctor's surgery and you're getting the pills, you got a pill, it holds the chemistry in a certain place, it cranks a cog, so to speak, it holds it's it there. Crazy. It gets a result. I mean, it, it stops the thing from right. happening. You're like, yeah, I'm fixed. Right. Just the other side of pain, fixed. Eventually that cog is connected to a whole bunch of cogs because the body is is always evolving. Yeah. And then when those cogs start to walk out of place, the next minute there's another thing, another pill, you cycle back into the pain always. thing, and it's a cycle and we keep going. Yeah. It's a circus. Once you exit that and start moving, you get you get to health. Now, once you've got there, once you've got to health, so you, once you decide to exit that cycle, start healing yourself and unpack all that blue bar and give yourself that space and get into health, get into the green zone and get going. Then you don't need a test to tell you, you'll feel it. Oh yeah. Don't once you're there, you've got so much room to play. You can have a burger. You can have what we have yesterday, broccoli cream. Oh, I was gonna tell you, that's why I'm drinking my orange juice all day. We had broccoli. <laughs> you feel the mucus yeah, this morning. I got mucus this morning from that damn broccoli soup. <laughs> <laughs> that fresh but, broccoli soup. Yeah, but it, it was it, fun, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was fun. fun, but it was milky. Yeah. That's why I only had a little it's, bit. Uh, here yeah. you go. And I still got lots of mucus from it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, know, you, can, you can play. You can yeah. have your fun. You can go and have a beautiful evening with your family. You yeah. can enjoy the food. You can go to the party. You can do the things. Just know that you're going you're gonna to have it. You're going to really enjoy it. And, and then, then spit out the mucus afterwards. For it all day, you'd be good in a couple of hours. You know, it's a it's a it's, beautiful place to play. It's not yeah. you, it's not a be all end all. This is yeah. the rest of your life thing. You get to play, but you got to do the work first. It's a good point, though. Mm. It's a really good point, and a very important point. Yeah, get we, your health done, then go play. Mm. No, that's kind of what I did. Yeah, because I I couldn't stand the high level of fruit being out of body, or I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. I had to stay Unless grounded. You like that thing. I can go right. Yeah. I can sit here and talk to them, and I feel myself in the now. Pull myself in the now. Pull myself in the now, and I'm out of here. Yep. I'm sitting there. My body's talking, but I, I'm out, I'm out here. <laughs> you know, because you pull yourself, and I like to, I do that with you. I'm sitting here yeah. in the now, and I'm just you know I'm enjoying your beauty, and yeah. that's just uh, the life of the way it is, Good and you place. learn it. But raw uh, fruit and quiets that mind. Mm. You know, you, 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 you're so used to chattering and then you go on the fruit yeah. and it's just like peaceful and quiet, but not unawake. Mm. That's the point. Mm. It's peaceful and quiet and awake. Yeah, peacefully quiet and allows you to absorb everything that's happening. It allows you to experience everything mm. for really what it is and enjoy what you're doing. Uh, just on that space, you know, we actually have a, a part of the process in our protocols is called control zone. So we have the shift, which is where we get people from where they where they are, they move the needle all over here. Get them going with the fruit. Get the perspectives changed. Help them understand what they're doing and why. Then we move into catalyst, where the rubber hits the road, and we work. We get the kidneys unpacked, lymph going, gastrointestinal tract un, under it. unpacked and love underway. It, love it. Endocrine system firing. That love happens it. virtually. And then we clean the liver out. <sighs> give the body its chemistry back. Then once we do that, we go. Okay, cool. By that point, about six weeks in, about well four to six weeks in, everyone's feeling great. Now we go, okay, then and that's when the cravings start and the people go, oh, I want something different. Okay, now we bring in what we call control zone. I want you to consciously go and try everything you're craving, you know, sensibly. So yeah, you know, if it's if it's maggots, don't go and do that. If it's you know Burger King, don't do that. Right. But taste what you're taste, eating. Taste, we talking about that yesterday. Yeah, go and have a beautiful piece of fillet with avocado and salad. You know, go and have that. If that's what you're craving, go and have it, eat it consciously, thoroughly enjoy it, and then listen. Exactly. See what the body tells you about that, and then pivot and adjust, and make your make your adjustments based on what you feel. 
your body will tell you absolutely no way. It'll say no. It'll give you a headache. It'll give you some mucus. It'll make you throw up. It'll go. You'll be in the toilet straight away. <laughs> yeah. It will do something to tell you. It's a no. It's an absolute no. It will also give you an indication if it's a, mm, but not right now. Not too yeah. much. Yeah. And then it will tell you if it's a full yes. Yeah. And expect that those things can change. A full no can become an okay. And, a, and a, high, a full yes can become an absolute no. As you go, you've That's got funny. to continue it's, to be conscious. It's so true. You know, when you hear yourself talking, you know for sure you've done the do. Hmm. Because those are the things you learned yeah. doing it. And then helping others do it. You, you, you've got it nailed down, bro. It's, I'm telling you, I love it. Good fun. Oh, good fun. And it'd be nice to see that all around the world, wouldn't it? It's Where so, sure so many people suffering and yeah. do that. And we've got the online courses, we've got that coming, we've got Pulse, we met, you mentioned Pulse. Yeah. It's, a, it's historically a treatment thing, but when I looked at it, it works so well with what we're doing. It's here in the States, but we're going to bring it from the States into Australia, into WA, and put. we're going to deliver three centers by the end of next year. And, well, pulsating uh, electrons, I mean, even I would be kind of kind of looking at that, knowing, you know, your physics yeah. and the and need to bring electrons. That's the whole gig, what we're dealing exactly. with. Exactly. That's here. when I saw it and I saw the modality and the function. I went, hmm, if I can get a body hydrating, and it's, I'm thinking the people that are stuck, really stuck, yeah. and they're hard, it's hard for them to move. If I can offer them some, some a little quicker relief of that movement, yeah. help them get to a place of excitement. You've got to have passion and excitement, you otherwise you're not going to do the thing. So if I can help them do that a little faster, and if I can give them, get some fruit into them, get some electrons into them, and get some fluidity in the lymph system, and then use a little bit of pulse therapy just to help shake all that crap loose and give them some mobility. Back, I can see the benefit of that. I'm thinking that's going to be a good idea. Mm -hmm. So I'm sold. I, I, I put a, a, a CapEx forward for you our You have to our keep company. me informed. I will keep you informed. Because I like to know, you know about those Absolutely. things. I was telling you that. Original naturopathy had radionics. Yeah. And that, again, vibrational energy healing. Mm. You know, and I, I never played with it. Dr. Chris, uh, Jensen had a radionics machine, but I never got it when he died, so yeah. I don't know where it went. But uh, I grew up on that radionics in naturopathy thinking. But again, just vibrational therapy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's just like eating a fruit or any other vibration. Just like you said, all these things are on a vibrational scale. Yeah, exactly right. And that's another good point too, we're sort of bouncing here, but sure. the vibrational energy has to match you. So it's got to taste yeah. good and well, it's got to feel fine. good when you eat it. Mm -hmm. If it, if the fruit tastes good, because I get the question all the time, what fruit do I eat? How much do I eat? Go to the, go to the store, go to a really nice organic store, a, a, a farmer's market, walk around and follow your nose. Find the thing that looks yeah. good, use your senses, use your sight, use your smell, use your touch. You can feel it, but you pick up an apple, you'll, you'll feel if it's firm or if it's soft, you'll feel if it's good for you or not. Look at it, smell it, taste it. It's gotta taste good and feel good. If it tastes good and feels good when you eat it, it's, it is the, of the right vibrational frequency for you, yeah. and it's doing you good things. If it doesn't taste good, don't have that. And also know that that can change over time. So an apple might feel amazing today, three days later, you might go, that's enough of them, I've had enough of them. But the watermelon, Give me that. Oh. Matter of <laughs> fact, you mentioned that I have 
so much watermelon right now in my refrigerator. <laughs> and I wanted it this morning, but I knew I had to get down here. I wanted the orange juice. I know I'm full of you. You know, that, I didn't make that. I mean, I got a, a bowl and you got a cup. <laughs> but I, 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 I only ate, eaten half of that. It didn't have a lot of broccoli in it. I was wanting yeah, the broccoli, you know. <laughs> but then it was the cream and it's like, oh, here, sorry. But then it was too late. Yeah. Four minutes this morning. <laughs> 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 I went and got a, I went and got a pound. I got a pound of blueberries. Oh! I cannot believe that a pound of blueberries here in the states is six bucks. So we get. What uh, are they there? Well, we get a hundred grams of blueberries. Now I don't know what that is in pounds, but or ounces. I don't know. Either. I don't know. I don't know anyway, either. so basically, this big is a pound. This big is hundred grams. This here is six bucks. That in Australia is thirteen dollars. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! If you want organic, oh, 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 oh! So, wow. So I, I mean, I, I have around six kilos of fruit a day if I'm eating. If I'm eating well, I'll have around six kilos of fruit a day. So what's that in pounds? I don't, don't know. I don't know. know. Um, Twelve, fifteen pounds. Um, but I'll have that. I'll typically get frozen, snap frozen organic, and I'll tip that into a, a bowl, sure. and then I'll put a, just a small. 100 grams of organic on top for the taste, and I'll eat that. You know, it's it's probably not the most, not, not the most. Um, well, but it's better. It's, it's actually it's, it's, a ton you better. You're get. right at the best place you can be, because yeah. outside of that, then you're you're in more frozen, and then, or, and you can always tell where freezing actually does change a little bit of the taste of things. It does a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't stand anything that's in the refrigerator come back out, like, I like fresh squeezed oranges yeah. right from the orange itself. Absolutely. You know, right there, not frozen in the refrigerator. Yeah. And if you freeze a, a, you press yourself a fresh glass of orange juice and then put it in the refrigerator and let it cool off, it, you lost the, the, yeah. the power of that taste. It has, yeah. It I has. know. So I, no, I do as much of the raw fruits, as fresh fruits as I can get my hands yeah. on. Yeah. It gets a little tricky over where we are at times, but sure. make do. But you, you make do, and I yeah. think that's a good thing for, for you guys. You know, you can live in, because I always ask, you live in the northern you know, territories. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, it. How can I eat your Yeah, you know, most most of my this probably raises a good point. Most of my healing journey, um, my my process was done with frozen fruits because that was the only thing that mm -hmm. was really yeah. available. So pr the predominant mm -hmm. source of my diet was frozen, and I still healed up just fine. Deal. So you know, no, but fresh organic off the tree, I, nothing beats it, and you can taste the difference. But if you oh got to, oh my god, if you got to, the, you know. The best of the frozen variety can, can still do the job. But both of those, when you compare it to McDonald's or some kind of exactly. ham, come on, man. I, yeah, mean, I mean, even if it's a little frozen, yeah. there's some anal people out there, I get it. Yeah. But you're going to realize, and I'm asked about that because part of the frugivorishness of, of the Homo sapien is being able to procure your food. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the problems. You see primates say, oh, those gorillas are eating uh, tender greens. Yeah, you shoved them up into the mountains because you <laughs> took all their lowland property for cattle. Yeah. So you shoving them farther up into the mountains, that's not their natural habitat. So it's like, yeah. It's like the, you know, the, in the, the old times, it, humans were a tropical species. But then something happened with the climate and pushed everyone inland and then they had to had to work out they could eat animals, but they would fossick for fruits and store them in the in the sure. caves or whatever they had, and they would have a, a weekly a weekly uh, fast or sorry fast a weekly uh, indulgence I suppose on these like fruits. Like a buffet. Yeah, and they would sleep, so they would be wired 
for most of the time because you know you, you feed yourself meat and fats for the whole week. It, it's very difficult to come down from that. It's 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 a, a, a false kind of thing happening in the body. Well, the continents were together more then. Yeah. Further, uh, you know, it's like any other species. If you don't have a um, a way to uh, control your um, uh, reproductiveness, mm. you get overpopulated. Yep. And of course, nature has uh, controls that with your uh, yeah your bad boys. That's it, right? And I never did like like the hawks and the and and the uh, owls and stuff because I have a, 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 a kind of like a, a small little farm at my place. I have I go through thirty pounds of bird seed a day. Wow. So I have flying squirrels, regular squirrels, every kind of bird you can think of. I've got cranes, I've got ducks, <laughs> rabbits, bobcats. Uh, I've got all kinds of animals that I feed. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forget where I was going off on that one, but yeah, no, I was just always saying that you know, when you when the humans were forced in inland. Oh yeah. Then yeah, 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 they were yeah, forced yeah, yeah, yeah. to eat meats and fats, and, and of course and they probably no traveled there. Yeah, there's, and there's no sugar. No sugar, and, so and they, that's the point. People, when they say sugar, people go, "Wow, sugar!" Yeah, no, no. I'm trying to get them the understanding the difference between nitrogen and, and, and carbon. Yeah, a protein and a sugar. That's it. And you don't burn protein for energy, guys. No, uh -uh. You, I mean you can. So here's the thing: you can get some really powerful energy out of fat, but you've got to have yeah. a, you've got to have glycolysis down. You've got to have yeah. the process through the cells functioning first. That you must clean out the lymph system, you must re-onboard all of your energy production capabilities to then unpack what's going on in the yeah. mitochondria level to then be able to produce 140 ATP with fat. But it needs sugar. Yeah. It needs fruit. That's ATP. Yeah. yeah. You'll, so, you'll produce 32, 36 ATP with sugar, you'll produce 140 with fat. But you, but that's a big process. You've got to be clean. You've got to be powerful before you can do that. If you try and do that beforehand, it's like chucking a big log on a small fire. Yeah. Ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fun stuff though. I, I just uh, a lot of people out there on different levels of journeys, and I think that any anything can help them out there is good advice because we do we reach plateaus. We have the fears. We have all the things involved because we're afraid to lose the form. Mm. And then one of the most important things I think is don't be afraid to lose your form. If you can practice a little out of body travel or something, I know for some it might sound a little bizarre, but if you can learn a few things spiritually, uh, you'll lose, you know, you'll appreciate this in every way, but you also know that you're gonna be laying it down. And like I say, it's, it's touch and go, it's birth, life and death. That's how we, we are here. So you can't expect the physical form, although, and a fruititarian lifestyle, that painting over there on the wall was in Dr. Jensen's office, and that is a 256-year-old wow. Chinese guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. I wondered who that guy was. Yeah. I mean, oh, I heard you talking about him a little while ago. Google him. <laughs> he, he comes up on a Google search, and he's a picture of his whole family. He's got, like, I don't know how many wives and how many grandkids, kids, and then grandkids, and then great-grandkids, and then great... <laughs> I mean, he's got... It's unbelievable! He's but a couple of things that I understood that he said was, I don't eat anything that grows below the ground. Mm. That's too much sugar, right? That's yep. starch, yep. right? Yep. He says, the higher off the ground you eat, the healthier you'll be. Mm. Highly suggesting berries and fruits, Absolutely. right? And then, of course, he sucked down ginseng tea, uh, Pan-X, for mm. four or five times a day. So that's a 
heck of a tonic. <laughs> so 256 years old. And so how long can the human live? Well, that's what a, kills you? Yeah. Well, I mean, this exactly. Well, exactly. What kills you? And you're eliminating all the obstructions to that which kills you. Mm. Kidney, kidneys is what kills most people. Kidney say, failure is the number one cause yeah, of death. Because yeah, yeah. that reverbs into cardiac arrest, car, uh, congestive heart failure, pulmonary, all the other things comes from kidney failure. And that, that condition of the kidneys that ultimately is the decline of someone's life, or yeah. the demise of someone's life, comes from typically the, the iatrogenic, so caused by medical intervention, situations or and culture yeah. we're cultured where everything that i've seen that's been claimed to be genetic or hereditary i've can link that back to their their family line and show them how it's culture yeah. you change the culture you change your gen, your genome your, your, your well, it's genetic true expression. though if you look at it that way yeah so you know people come in they go i'm I, it's i'm genetically this is a different topic now <laughs> we're genetically i'm genetically predisposed to all these things i've got this because it's in my genes I it's hereditary that. I say, okay, come, come sit down. I say, are you, are, you, are you convinced about that story? Do you really want that story or would you like to change that story? <laughs> okay, let's go. So let's go have a look at everything that's happened in your, your you know, let's go, let's go three generations back and see what happened to, to great-grandma, grandma, mum, and then on the dad's side too. Okay, we can see the lines. What's the common denominator? It's the culture. If there's anything that is common about this entire thing, it's the culture. And we can see exacerbating conditions, things happening earlier and earlier in someone's life as they come down the, uh, the, the genetic uh, line or the, you know, the generational yeah. line. So the fact that you're here with me now means that you're the change piece. You are, you are, yeah. you're the catalyst. We're seeing. Yep. So that's, if you can change your culture and you can, you can get that culture into your family, uh, starts with you. Someone's going to go first. It's going to be you. Uh, you yep. will find that you will change the whole paradigm of this genetic hereditary issues that yep. you've been experiencing. Had them, had them mm. in here. I've had four, three or four generations back. Great, great grandma. I had a 90 year old great, great grandma or whatever, then the grandmother, then the mom and the daughter maybe. I've had them in here and took, of course, excited to get their eyes mm. and look at them. Yeah, and it, oh, wow. this was about probably 30 years ago or more, but if I remember right, you could just sit there and go, all right, here you go. Now, once in a while, there's, you know, the dad comes in and does change it a little bit, mm. or grandma, grandpa on yep. both sides will come in and change you a little bit. But pretty much, you can look at these lesions in the eye and follow them, trace them down, and they get bigger, and these lacunas, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just makes sense, though, that that that's a genetic pattern coming out of the uh, host. Mm. But even though that is a sperm and an egg and that's a host, you have a consciousness mm -hmm. that to me is a causal where you have the blueprints. Yep. Because you have the phantom limb syndromes, you have all the things we talked about. That's left in that astral. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so we know that's another part of us that is there. And if you pull back, you'll see it, but you have to pull back. Yeah. You can't just be physical. You yeah. Know? The more you look physical, the more your attention is physical. Yep, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. That, um, but that decline, that pull. Have you? It'd be interesting to now see clients that you've had where you've got the generational one coming in, mm -hmm. as they as they were caught touch and go in the, yeah. in, the, in the terms of their uh, of their culture. Go. See how mum, baby, uh, in time, I, how it changes. I don't know pull. about you, but we never hear. You know, years later, a client will come in and go, hey, how you guys doing? You know, I need to get back on the journey. You guys cured me the last time. I'm going, you never told us. 
Yeah. You never, you never <laughs> let us know. We have people all around the world. They, they write me letters and say thank you, thank you, and all this stuff. And I'm going, oh, I love you guys. But you didn't let me know. You got, you know, we, we fixed you. <laughs> you know, they, they'll go on with their life. They go, they yeah. just. Because we, we get the, the knowingness within a person. You know you can do this. Mm. And once it's kind of like what you're alluding to, when you know you can do that, what's going to stop you? Yeah. What stops you when you know you're going to do something? Nothing stopped him from becoming the Hulk. I mean, that's, that's where he was going. Mm. And now no one's going to stop him from where he's going now. And the same with you guys. You, know, you, you have to make your decisions at each and every moment. You know? Exactly right. And your guidance is pain and, and unhappiness and suffering and open up to what makes you happy. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and don't let your ego get attached to it. Buy Whatever yourself some flowers. <laughs> get a Hellcat. Go for a drive. Oh, <laughs> this guy rented a Hellcat. <laughs> I'm not going to get in it with I'm, you. I'm, Did oh. you take it out? <laughs> yeah, we took oh. Absolutely, we took it out. We, uh, it's, it's funny, I thought, well, coming to the States, we, we don't have those sort of cars oh, yeah. over there, right? Oh. Not like that. You know, 750 horsepower Hellcat off the bat. So I thought, now, if I'm coming over here, I'm going to drive around. I'm going to. And, and, and what's even more interesting and hilarious is that you're driving a 750 horsepower Hellcat down the highway and you're not the coolest car on the highway. In that one. <laughs> in the States. <laughs> there's, Isn't that funny? there's other wicked <laughs> things running past you. Wow. I know. When I, I had a. a a, somewhat of a clinic in Lisbon, and the one thing that was, we were driving down the road. I had Shania Twain, I had Mutt Lang, and we were all going out to eat. And some car passed another car, and bam! And they hit their mirrors and knocked them off each other. And they all kept on going. And I'm looking back at Mutt, and he goes, "Oh no, because you know, the roads are only so wide. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. in some of these European countries, the cars are so small. I mean, a luxury car is a, a Toyota Corolla." Mm. Now, we were picked up once by this uh, top, uh, oh, he had me on his TV program over in, uh, in Lisbon. He's a big, big TV guy in medical. Mm. He came up with a BMW. It was like nothing around was a BMW. I mean, I hadn't seen a BMW since I hit the, hit the tarmac. <laughs> you know, it was like everything was Toyota Corollas and everything like that because the streets are so small. And here we got wide streets, you know. Yeah. And in Texas, they're real wide. Matter of fact, that you'll pull over on the side of the road and let someone go on, and you pull back off the yeah. side of the road in another road. There's, there's another like that in Utah at the moment. There's some roads in Utah that are like that. I couldn't believe how big the roads up. Oh my God, well, Utah's big enough. And in Australia, there's usually, if all the cars go on this way, if every car go on that way, there's a lane right there with cars coming back this way. I was surprised that most of the roads in the States, you got a whole thing over there. <laughs> those guys go on that yeah, way, yeah. and you're on, a whole, you're on your own space. I pulled out, and I was like, I better stay right. Why is everyone in the left hand lane? <laughs> oh, how fast have you got it up to yet? I've got no idea. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't look, I'm watching the road too much. Oh no, my I'm God. doing my, no, I'm staying, oh. staying, oh, I'm staying Lord. in the limits to a degree. But I understand too that the speed limit here is just a suggestion. It's not really a <laughs> finite thing. Now, I'll, I'll tell you what, this is Florida <laughs> and they will get you. Oh, so there's okay. an old saying in Florida, 10 over, so nine over, you're fine. Yep. 10 over, you're mine. Uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> so just keep so, that in mind, nine over, go on. Yep. But out here on uh, 70, uh, 75, uh, the speed limit's 70. Not really. The speed limit's 80. So if you don't go 80, 
you're going to be ran over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they're booking 8590, and the cops are just sitting on the side of the road. We passed two sheriffs <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> we, were, we were sitting 15 mile over, oh. and they didn't bat it all in. Oh, uh, that's a, back to the paper. Man. <laughs> Yeah, the big Hellcat. I was telling you, we had a friend. She had she a little bitty thing. Had a Hellcat. She loved to drag the guys, man. She oh, did yeah. 750 horsepower. That's that's a beast. Well, I've got a Hemi in my truck, mm. and it, it, when a pickup truck, you haven't got any weight in the back. I saw right? you take off yesterday. Oh shit, man! <laughs> and I got the e-torque, which is a little more uh, like this, you know, because yeah. I used to pull trailers and stuff. <laughs> and it, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, I, I can hit it and slide on. I didn't hit it off your place too, because I'll slide all over the freaking yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw the chassis talk when you took off. <laughs> and then I had a little Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee, yeah. and I had a Hemi in my last one. Oh, oh, oh no. You know, you had to be, I gave it to my granddaughter, and it's like, be careful. Yeah. She had to go up north. It's a four-wheel drive. And it's like, no. Even in the snow and ice, you got a four-wheel drive. If it's a Hemi, you got to be real careful how you put that accelerator down. Because I mean, you got a little car with a Hemi. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. I, I no, nah, I've never driven a Hellcat. Yeah, My dad used to, you know, was a Chrysler dealer, mm-hmm. Dodge Plymouth. One of the things he did, and uh, like, holy crap! You know, I had the pony cars growing up, mm. and we we ran them. And, you know, uh, my dad would always go, uh, how come I'm putting new tires on at 5,000 miles? <laughs> <laughs> he gave me hell one time. 5,000 miles. The rubber's terrible. <laughs> I said, well, could it be the bridges we jump over yeah. and all this? Because I get my friends and we're going, us, and they're telling me where to turn because I'm, I'm fixated on the road, right? <laughs> jump right, left, right, left. <laughs> uh, good fun. Oh, God, and when why you're not? young. Why not? I wouldn't do that now, though. Shoot, man. But... That's a big pleasure. I had a lot of fun with you, you know. And I, I, I tell you what, I'm excited with you and all that you're doing there. I'm excited for the class you're going to put on. Mm-hmm. I'm hell-bent on a good naturopathic degree for people because yeah. I want to see the, the physician of the future be able to walk, yeah, this is this and this, here, pick you right up, boom, next. Yeah. You know, and people will get out of that fear-based thinking. Mm-hmm. Put medical where they deserve to be. Yeah. We're not saying anything negative. You've got your surgeons and your, your ER doctors. They're wizards in that Don't place. Don't come into the health mm-hmm. field because then you become the killers of the world and yeah. we, we don't want that we we want to bring a a, a health uh, ring Absolutely. to the planet yep. so the closest i got to that my father my dad actually yeah. i was telling you the story oh, yesterday yes. it's a good story he had some stuff he wasn't really sure I mean, that dad very strong man really strong guy and uh constitutionally right very strong guy I bet and so he had stuff going on big moles and things going on growing off his back and i mean like size of roaches man that was huge Damn. um everywhere and then there was some stuff going on with some with his blood chemistry, but nothing really bad. And there's nothing really blowing up that was that was causing great pain and grief and, and dysfunction. But he knew he wasn't right. And he was my biggest skeptic when I started this work. Oh, I bet. Like with my sister saying the biggest skeptic. And um, which was great because it tested me. It made I needed to make sure that what I was doing was on point. Right. I was always gonna get grilled by my family. Right. <laughs> no, I get it. So yeah. So I, um, so I went. I, I proceeded with caution and made sure I ticked every box on the way through. But when Dad reached out and he said, "Look, I want to, I want to give this a go. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to do it for a week and then see see how I feel." That amazed me. Yeah. So anyway, so he did it for a week and just kept going. As he went through, um, and actually his testimony, his his video he put a video together for our site to explain everything oh, that man, happened. Oh man, that's great. But as on his way through, uh, he noticed that he's 
mind cleared up. First thing you noticed, he goes, I have not felt this clear in my life. And that was after a week. Oh, yeah, I love that. After a week. Oh, I love that. Going on further, these big black moles started peeling off and falling off his body. You know, these big fungal moles. Yeah. We knew there was fungus oh, coming yeah. So we kept going, used the formulas, got the formulas into him, got the fruit into him. And then uh, and his, blood chem his blood chemistry cleaned up real quick. You know, the blood's the last, the first place, uh, sorry, the last place you see it arrive and the first place you see it leave when it comes to issues. So the blood cleans up real quick. The body, oh, yeah. if anything's going on in the blood, the, the body ran out of room. It's just chucking into the kitchen. It's like the bin overflowing into the kitchen. You got to, it makes a big mess. But as soon as you give the body a little room, it'll clean that up mm. straight away. Anyway, blood was fine. Going along, anyway, everything else felt great. He was, he got to a point where he uh, took his, he was playing. He's a keen golfer, and he's worn glasses his whole life. He hit his shot, and he noticed he had to take his glasses off to see the ball. Went to the optometrist, and he doesn't wear glasses anymore. I love it. <laughs> so you know, just the pressure, the pressure yeah. is yeah. what causes yeah. all these issues. Yeah. The pressures in the cranial space, these these amyloid pressures pushing on the eyes. And just and, and causing a deformation, yeah. which then you know changes the, the vision. Always. So as soon as you remove the pressure, all of a sudden everything comes back. And that's for all eye problems, guys. Yeah, yeah. And it depends on the pressure. You might be behind the eyes in the equilibrial fluids. It might be in the eye and in the aqueous humor. It might be forward in the corneal. Mm -hmm. Whatever, whatever, whatever label you've got around your eye, there's going to be a pressure somewhere. You got to be, you got to unpack it all because that's the last place it leaves yeah. from. <laughs> Mainly, typically, unless it comes out of here. It comes through the teeth and the nose and all that. Anyway, the last piece for, for, my, for my father was that he passed uh, these large mucus globules through out the, of urine, the urine. Out of the urine. Holy crap! And there was blood in them. And he was a little freaked out. And he called me, he said, I've passed three of these things. What do you reckon they are? And I said, I reckon your body's packing some stuff up and sending out the door. I said, I wouldn't mind betting that that, that's, that could have been something sinister that's no longer a problem. Right. So he went. He chose to go to the uh, to the specialist, the, the the specialist there for the bladder. I forget the name. Is it urologist, cytologist? Yeah, uh, cytologist. So he went and Ur saw the urologist. Urologist, yeah. Went and saw the specialist. Specialist, said, we're going to put a camera in there. We're going to figure it out. So he that under and under bad. I said, listen, it's not. This is what this is. The, the doctors are the kids with the cool toys. Get the tests. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> you know, knowing is good. Knowing is seventy five percent of the battle. Cool so if you you know use the cool toys, so they went in with a little camera, and this guy, 37 years in the business, he was a really good quality surgeon and, and specialist. Went in and had a look. Anyway, in the in the post observation um, thing, he brought Dad in. He said, "Sit down." And he said he put, moved his book aside and he said, "Listen, Joe, I've been in this industry for 37 years. I've never seen anything like this. You've got to tell me what you've been doing." And and my dad said, "Well." What is it? What have you noticed? And he said, well, what came out? He said, I went in there, I applied no heat, had to cut nothing away. I just touched these things and they came away from the, from the bladder wall. Wow. The bladder was in, completely engorged in tumors. Wow. That was the story. The completely yeah. engorged in tumors. Yeah. I, missed, I missed that bit. So the yeah. bladder was completely full of tumors. They had tumors all through it. Um, and so that had, and that had already passed a number of them. So this, the, the doctor, the, surgeon, the specialist just touched a few of these things and they just came away, pulled them out, fully intact. Damn, fully I intact. love that. And so this is, the, this is the power of the body. When there's something there, you give the, the, give the body the space and give it the access it needs to do the job. It will pull this stuff out, package it up and send it out the door. Not dissimilar to getting a bunch of rubbish, putting it in a bag, tying it up and throwing it out. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. So, yeah. So that's and so amazing. And I, you know, when and when the when the specialist asked my dad, what have you been doing? He said, You gotta to talk to my son. I'm still waiting for the phone call. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I know. There was a lot. I, I've, I've always wanted through the years, at least, like you said, working with the allopathic, mm. you know, just one call and say, man, how'd you do it? Yeah. yeah right? Because yeah. I have proved over and over again, tumors out of people, getting people out of wheelchairs. Don't you think, especially getting someone out of a wheelchair, you'd go, how'd you do that, man? That's cool stuff. The nerve regeneration, mm. that doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, but no, no, we never did anything yeah. like that. And, you know, so that's okay. Yeah. We're our own field. Yeah. We're naturopathics. Yeah, that's it. The other thing I forgot to mention was that Dad, he had a lot of stagnation in his legs. I've got to show you the pictures. Oh, you go the pictures. <sighs> the, and weeks at weeks that his legs were just pumping this ooze out of the bottom leg. Mm -hmm. Very red, very raw, quite a little bit scary. Yep. You know, even to the point I was looking at it going, hmm. Um, he did go and have a little antibiotic just to knock the edge off, but he, he stopped that as soon as he just was like, oh, okay, I, I can, whew, he's like, okay, I, can, I can deal now. Yeah. I can deal now, I'm gonna get rid of them and keep yeah. going. And that's really where me and my sister came to a head about it because my sister was very concerned about dad, quite rightly so. Um, she's a hematologist. Given, she's right? a hematologist, okay. and uh, she was concerned about dad. And given her her understanding of things, quite rightly so. We spoke, and it got heated. And um, I thought, okay, all right, that's all good. I thought dad's going to do what dad's going to do. Yeah. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. I'm just here to provide my my opinion, information for the people that ask. Anyway, past all that process, now my sister's actually one of our health counselors on our team. Isn't that funny? And you know she saw she's a very she's a very practical, logical, very smart person. So she once she saw it all play out, she was able to go okay. This is something in this. This is something credible to this. And she she she's done. She's already doing some wonderful things with people in our clinic right now. But you bring up a good point. For some reason, they don't think our field is logical. We're totally logical. We are mm. on point on the truth of it on the anatomy and the physiology of it. We're on all points of it. Mm. And, you know, we, we played with bodies for how many years? I played 50 years in here. Uh, <laughs> playing with bodies and remolding them and seeing what's happening to them, you know? Yeah. And so, yep. when you see it for so many years, you know exactly, put this in, you get that out. Yeah. And it's almost the same thing. Just like you were saying earlier, you put this in, you get that out. That's it. And I, I love seeing people coming from a place of skepticism because I know, especially when they have, I know that they are smart, they are, they are practical, logical people, yeah. and they start in a place of, of yeah. criticism and, and caution, and they, they witness everything, because you know they're looking at everything. Yeah. Like my sister Jocelyn, she, she looks at everything. So for her to come through her observations and get to a point yeah. where she goes, okay, this, this is real. I can, I can, I can buy into this. And then to do it for herself and now be doing it with others, that's just, well, that warms my heart. Really, because it, mm. I know I would think the same with my sister too. My sister became a naturopath before Beautiful. she died. But I just, uh, again, for me, it's, uh, I like the truth of all of this and I have no problem with somebody who wants to take a look at this and, 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 and put it in an, in an order. Mm. I tend to be, I don't know, maybe not so much in an order sort of thing. I like to keep things simple. I like to use uh, words like 
sewer system and yeah. stuff like this and just to, just, just, yeah just to keep it simple it doesn't mean yeah. i don't know how the body works on a much more intellectual level mm. it's just that who do i talk to exactly you don't you talk to the wind mm. i'm after talking to all these beautiful uh, souls out here and i want to help them what good am i going to do and i've told them stories where i've been with other physicians that talk way up here and they're going uh I didn't understand a thing. Well, where do you go with your client if they don't understand what you're doing? So I love this guy because, Ben, you're, you really know how to tell someone, you know, how to work that out. But you've had rigid training. I mean, you've had... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're a very disciplined person in that respect. Yes. Me, I'm disciplined in that I, I don't care. I don't have to eat. I can eat, not eat. I, I don't care that way. Isn't it funny how much you don't need when you clean? Isn't it? Well, that's it. You saw yesterday I had I had a salad and I had a slaw and I didn't eat hardly any of it. Yeah. And it's still in the refrigerator. Yeah. I, and the only thing I've had this morning is this. Yep. I don't eat a lot. I had yep. a banana last night late. Yep. But blueberries. I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't eat a lot, believe it or not. When you think about that, so this is a really cool point that I like to explain to people is that when when you think about we're all taught macros and calories. If you yeah. go looking at diet yeah. and what to eat, macros and calories. So it's, a, it's an intellectual measurement from a textbook. You measure your weight and your height and then apply this thing, okay, that's how much I need. Measure the output, and you're kind of working in mathematics. Mm-hmm. Now, that all goes to the, to the wayside when you get into health. Yeah. What you'll find is that when you eat fruit, first up, you'll find typically Two things will happen. One is I can't get enough food. I need more, I need more. <laughs> that is because your body has finally gotten the thing that it needed most and it needs more of it. Keep sending it in. There's no limit to how much and how often. Conversely, you may also find that your appetite completely shuts down. Yeah. That is because your body has True. enough now and what it needs to do firstly is start cleaning stuff out. So it's gonna shut this thing down mm-hmm. to get into the waste pipes. You're, not, you're never gonna cook a roast while you're cleaning the toilet. <laughs> So if kitchen or waste, <laughs> never both at the same time. When you try and do both, when you try and do both at the same time, you're going to confuse your body. Yeah. One job at a time. So that that's the thing. Now, once you get clean, you'll find that what you need to actually put in the filler cap into the into the tank, it's it's less because your absorption yeah. is so oh. much more better. That's a and you're removing the resistance. Yeah. And we talked about that. Exactly. You Removing exactly. the resistance to energy. Yes. And when you remove any resistance to a pure flow of energy, <laughs> you're kicking that puppy up. Well, when you open your consciousness, you're cooking into the energy of all energies. Absolutely. I mean, you're becoming that which is. Absolutely. So you're pouring your energy through your embodiments. And uh, <laughs> that translates to, to neuron firing and everything ramps yeah. up. Um, in the in the endocrine system and, and through the hormones and mm. so you've got good absorption you've got more power you've got powerful endocrine system that's got good hormone production and and uh, yeah. enzymes to take that stuff or to break stuff down and take it up to where it needs to be so therefore you don't need to put as much into the filler cap into the into the tube to get the nutrition that you actually oh. need and in 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 real terms when you were in an agglomerated state what you were putting in was basically pointless yeah Pointless was certain mm, was actually uh, blocking your machine, you know. And I was telling them uh, in the last video, and somewhere I have her picture. Of it. She's a, a runner, a pro runner, mm. uh, Olympian runner and stuff. And she's a, a fruitarian now. Yeah. And oh, she was in our live class, and she showed us a video of her running. Oh, God. 
you can't catch her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got endless endurance. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, it's so beautiful to see that, you know. And for you guys that are touching this and doing this, I'm so happy for you guys and for spreading. And, and we're going we're gonna to get this out to this planet. Mm, absolutely. And I'm so proud of you, Ben. I mean, you, you really got that down. And your, your story is incredible. You, you hit that, uh, you know, a lot of people would like to hit that level, but would mm. never do it. Yeah. But look at that going, whoa, boy, would I just have to hit that once in my life? <laughs> I mean, you're just, I'll show you pictures of him and you, oh. you're going to go, whoa. It comes around, oh. in, it comes around in my, in my uh, annual feed every year and I, I repost it and just say one and done. <laughs> that one time I did that one thing one time. <laughs> oh, man, you're so beautiful. So you're going back uh, today or? Uh, tomorrow we fly back out to Dallas-Fort Worth. Oh. Spend a little time in Dallas-Fort Worth and then we fly back out to Sydney. And I believe we've got a cyclic visit now, so we're here. We're going to be here every year now, flight. twice. Yeah. Ooh, how many hours go back home? I think it's about 20, 30, so. down, 30 oh! hours. Uh, oh! Just all the flights back to get where we need to be. Oh, oh, and then I start traveling the east coast of Australia. So I'm, I'm on the road a lot. Oh, yeah, I travel oh a lot. my what God. I remember the flight to Portugal. It depends with the tailwind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got six or eight hours, one of the yeah. two. And it's like eight hours on a plane for me. I'm one of those, I'm, I've got to go. I mean, i got yeah. energy like crazy, you know. And so I'm always at home working. Like I was working this morning out. Yep. You know, I have uh, a guy that works for me out in the yard because mm. it's so big. I mean, we got so much work and we still can't keep up with it. Yeah. So, and I'm getting tired of working at 73 out in the yard, you know, doing things and hauling railroad ties and shit like that. So, <laughs> you know, but it keeps me uh, in the sun. It keeps me sweating. It keeps me fit, you know, mm. and I like that. Absolutely. Know, for a guy that sits around, because I got to write these books and then yeah. I got to put them on. So sitting here, you'll see me like this every once in a while. Moving around. I can't sit down and just <laughs> say, mean, okay, I can meditate yeah. for as long as you want. But yeah. outside of that one. You can see uh, me down here leg pressing every now and again. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> we got things to do. Uh, that's beautiful. And it's such an honor to meet you, Dr. Morse. I said this to you yesterday. To but it's, it's such your... Your, the, what I learned from you was the catalyst into what I do now. It was, the, it was really what, it's what got me to a new level in my understanding. Oh, and, it. it's, and it's just, it's propelled everything that we do now. Yeah. The Invictus Clinic wouldn't be this if it wasn't for you. Well, and but now we're working together. Absolutely. Now, now I learned from you. I learned from all of you guys. I'm always listening. And I always learn all kinds of new things all the time. And I always love it, you know. I'm not above any learning. Yeah. So it's just cool stuff. And I'm, uh, I'm real proud of you, Ben. I love you, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys, too. Take care. You got to check this man out, boy. I tell you. And if you're in Australia. Come see us. Come see him. We're everywhere. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs>